watch Star Wars. Three dudes talking Star Wars. It's just their thing. Star Wars. Just talking Star Wars. From episode one wars. And everything else. And hey, how about Jar Jar Binks? Forget about old boss Nass. We'll cover some cool creatures too. Like Jawas and Twi'leks and those nasty uts. Star Wars. We're talking about Star Wars. Join us for some fun wars. Let us Pod Racers. It is a Star Wars podcast, and we're right into the middle of talking, or I guess, like, not the middle, the beginning of talking about the Clone Wars and uh, everything that has to offer with the Clone Wars. Um, probably the single most fleshed out era of Star Wars that we've got because it was, I'm going to say, six strong seasons of Clone Wars material. I think. Season six is kind of thrown together as a yeah. like bonus for for fans after the purchase of um, Lucasfilm by Disney. But uh, lots and lots of amazing content. We get to learn so much about the clones. We get to learn so much about the Jedi, the Republic, all of the, as Alan would love to say, the amazing political intrigue. All that, that happens. Filler that adds so much more to the other movies as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but before we get into the uh, episodes that we're going to be talking about, which is episodes 303, uh, or sorry, 301, 303, and then onwards to 108, because we're kind of jumping around, we're using the chronological period, and I gotta tell you, this is the first time I'm actually watching it this way, which is on purpose, but at the same time, it makes so much sense. Yeah, especially those first, like, five episodes. Well, yeah, because like episode one, you're introduced to Ahsoka right away, and then the movie. Oh, well, she's introduced as Padawan Ahsoka Tano to Luke or to Anakin Skywalker, and you're like, wait, what? So, uh, just a couple of things. I'll let you go first, Keo, because you've got you've got some interesting rumors, some juicy rumors when it comes to. Yeah, so uh, these are definitely rumors, not news, and these are uh, secondhand. Straight up the sources right off the internet. <laughs> yeah. uh, so take them with a grain of sand. But I guess with um, the first I, one that I, I read or saw, actually, I was watching a YouTube video. So the rumor that I heard um, was basically that there is going to be a heavy uh, Luke Skywalker influence in season three of The Mandalorian, which will involve a lot of Ahsoka and Luke meetups, and I guess discussions with the child. Um, but what they are planning on doing with this is actually recasting Mark Hamill and having someone else play the role of Luke Skywalker. So before I didn't get a chance to look up that video, I couldn't find it very quickly. But the rumor is that basically they're just going to recast Luke Skywalker with somebody that looks a lot like him, uh, who's younger, so that 
when they put, uh, I guess, the, the Mandalorian takes place five years after the Return of the Jedi, so, you know, Luke would be, what, 20, 25 years younger than he is after? At, at least 30, so, 30 years younger, so he wouldn't be anywhere near his age right now. Yeah, so he'd, uh, so that's, I, that's just a rumor that I heard. Um, I think that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. And, and I uh, think it should be Sebastian Stan. Yeah, I'm trying to just quickly find who they who this guy thinks the guy. Keo, do you want to take us through the father son theory? No, no, we don't want to do that yet. Oh, we don't want to do that yet. No, that, that? because there's there's the episodes that we'll be watching. I think it's yeah. season three. So oh, there's, there's three episodes. We'll in get there. into that. Well, the yeah. rumor doesn't make sense if somebody doesn't know the father son theory, though. <laughs> Watch your Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, so, all right, I'd have to watch the video to get the name, and I can't really do that right now. But uh, I'm not finding the name scrolling through the credits or the comments here. So, um, yeah, I can't remember who they said that uh, they were thinking of having in the role of Luke Skywalker, but that he would possibly be recast. And they said that the person does kind of look like Luke. And, uh, and yeah, so hopefully he can act a little bit like Luke as well. Um, yeah, and by that we mean. Yeah, so, and the, the second rumor that I heard was just more of the Kathleen Kennedy follow stuff that's going on, I guess, now that she's um, on the outs with Star Wars. Uh, a lot more uh, people are coming out of the woodwork to describe her. Working for her was so difficult. And the rumor that I, I heard this week on that was that... Uh, most of the reshoots and stuff were done after Kathleen Kennedy saw Abrams and Lucas's version of the film, and I guess she was pissed that they didn't uh, they didn't use any of her suggestions or go in any of the directions that she wanted them to with the movie. So that's when she ordered a whole bunch of reshoots and redid like the beginning, redid the end, and I guess she's just kind of was so fed up with Star Wars. A lot of the reasons why she did what she did was just to give. Star Wars fans who are toxic about The Last Jedi, as well as Abrams and Lucas, a giant middle finger for not listening to a damn she did. So whether or not any of that is true or not, I don't know. It sounds like it could be. It's juicy enough to maybe be. Um, but I'm starting to hear a lot more of these rumors popping up all over the internet. So like uh, you said earlier, Damon, where there's smoke, there's fire. So I'm sure there's probably a little ring of truth to some of well, and especially when we hear the rumor about maybe them bringing uh, George Lucas back as president of Lucasfilms to yeah. run Star Wars, and his one of his conditions, right, was Kathleen Kennedy's got to be out of here. So, there you go. And, and like, here, here's the thing, and we, we've all talked about this. Star Wars has some incredible female characters. But we've also had some female characters stuffed down our throat. Yeah. Right being the number one and and i really i like daisy ridley i think she did an amazing job with what she was cast at but it was it was just so vanilla so bland the character Harry sue as they say yeah and that's unfortunate because they could have if they had just written a story hey we're gonna make the sequel trilogy it's three movies here's your beginning we have this as a main character we have this as a main character this is a main character we want to bring in the um the legends characters of luke han and leia and Chewie and r2 and c3b and all these characters and at the end we want to have this being kind of the 
how it goes. Like, here's who dies. Now, of course, with Leia, you can't can't do anything about that because she passed away, right? Carrie Fisher passes away. Okay, flip it up. Change things up. You could have easily had Leia die in Last Jedi and Luke continue. It could have easily been done. I know they didn't want to, but yeah, you're right. It easily could have been done. She could have been on one of those ships and ends up being blasted out of the sky. Died from shocker. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. But they had a plan for her to, like, you know, get on, um, you know, get to Poe's character and teach him about leadership and all that stuff. That's fine. Again, no, but you could you could you could have had her pilot the juggernaut through. No, uh, Imperial Star Cruisers. I'll even say this: you could have had her death is what shakes Poe free and makes him become a better leader because <laughs> he finally understands sacrifice. And you know, I think it's because they were so invested in all the places they yeah. shot that they couldn't turn back on it. But again, I, I guess you could have closed it at the end of the movie, even if if yeah. you wanted to go that route. And you wanted to make sure you you know use all the scenes you shot with Leia, fine. You could have done the back headshots that they used with the body double and had her fly the dreadnought into, or sorry, fly the uh, yeah, it was one of the dreads into the Imperial Star Cruiser, and then have Laura Dern, Academy Award-winning actress, and somehow slumming it in the Star Wars franchise, take over as the general for for Episode Nine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you, you know, could have character that they already created a backstory on with a series of comic books that were years older that people can then re- reference to, and it's not because they released a comic after the movie came out. They yeah. say, "Hey, this character exists. We just created her. Trust us." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate, and it is what it is. But uh, what are you going to do? Hopefully, I, I mean, maybe Tio, you were saying you, you're thinking more and more that there's going to be a Rise of Skywalker edit come out, I and. Do. I, I, I agree with you, and I think more and more as we get closer to, and we hear more things come out about all of this situation at Kath, at, at Kathleen at Star Wars with Kathleen Kennedy, with possibly George Lucas, with Dave Filoni, and with John Favreau. I don't know. Maybe they will redo the sequel trilogy. I feel like that's so expensive. Hey, the camera works now. What do you know? I mean, um, at that at that point though, like. You've made your money with Return of the Jedi. You've made your money with um, the uh, Last Jedi and with uh, Rise of Skywalker. It, it, they didn't lose money on those films. No. I think the thing is they didn't make a lot of money. Oh, they made money. They could have made more money, but they made money. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't know. You, I... I know heels. You're you're very much like, oh man, this. They've just got to forget it and move on. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. I I just just move away from the Skywalker saga. It's done. Yeah. Yeah, I but know. it does. But they need to end it properly, and then they can like because right now it's it's too big of a I don't know a hanging. What's the right word? Yeah. I can't remember. But like it's just you know it's not it doesn't feel complete. You know. It, See, it and that's that's why I think. If they leave it, then. I am going to be less inclined. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm always going to love Star Wars. I mean, I watch everything that comes out because that's just, you know, I'm brainwashed like that. But, you know, like, if I wasn't, it would definitely make me less inclined to watch Star Wars with the way they did it. You know, as a casual yeah. fan, I probably would be less inclined to go see a Star Wars movie in theaters multiple times, you know, et cetera. 
if I was just a casual fan with the way they ended it. And, and they really need to appeal to those fans because they're the ones in mass that go to the theaters and drop 15 bucks to see a movie. Well, and that's the thing, too, right? Like, I, I if they did a sequel trilogy and they were, okay, we're going to do it, but we're not going to focus on that old trilogy. We're going to make it our way. And we're going to have our story. This is what we've got going on. And they do it. And it's good. I think all is forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. People, like, it's like in sports, you know? Even you heels. Everything. Yeah. Right? Like I think even you heels would look at it and you'd go, oh, man, okay, I'm, I'm sold. Yeah. I really do. Like, you know, in sports, your team makes a stupid play and a stupid move, but then you go on to win the game. Nobody ever remembers that, you know? Everybody yep. remembers that you won and you did a good job at the end of the day. So, yeah, I think it would play very quickly into memory. I think people are like that. I mean, you just look at the way they act with the news nowadays. Quickly, things fall out of people's periphery. Yep. You know, it's. I think, yeah, I think it's a smart move for Disney. Maybe they need to drop $40 million to get this new cut up to snuff, the high standard that the Rise of Skywalker did set for visual effects. But that $40 million will pay off in the long run into billions by bringing yep. people back to the franchise. So do it. It's cheaper than filming three brand new movies to replace, like, you know, I think just adding a director's cut would really, and may say the director's cut is canon, would really just solve so much. Yeah, exactly. But what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, let's get into uh, some of the news that I've got as well. Star Wars Lego Christmas special coming out in November. Could be fun. <laughs> Could be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope if they're going to do this, that... They are poking some fun at the Christmas special back in the eighties. Oh yes, yeah. you've got to you've got to hit on that because if you don't, I think you're missing the mark. I mm-hmm. want to see I want to see Chewie's family. <laughs> uh, I want to see like droid families. I want to see everybody celebrating Christmas in a world or in a universe that probably doesn't celebrate Christmas a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, apparently, some sort of Ben Solo Kylo Ren content may be coming out. Really? Maybe a prequel, which would kind of cover the time, and it could be animated, which is, I don't know, I I I dig it. Yeah, but like it. you can tell a story faster in animation. Yeah, and you can get more in there. <laughs> like animated shows are tight. Like if you were to break down like an animated twenty-minute show, like a Clone Wars episode, and stretch it into a real-life one, it would probably be a thirty-five. Yeah episode oh yeah for sure for sure um so this would i i think what this would do is it would kind of sow the seeds of kylo being seduced by the dark side of the force by by snoke i would like to see that you know i like like seeing that with anakin you know i'd like to see that with kylo as well especially kylo is the most interesting character in the sequel trilogy well other than bob frick oh yeah bob baba Funny. Yeah, he's definitely the most interesting character in the sequel trilogy for sure. Um let's get into it. Clone Wars episode 3033 or 301, 303, 101 to 108. We start off and it's very clone centric, which is good because it's the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. We we get introduced right away to Camino more so than anything. And we get to see a whole lot of that history of the clones, right? Um, Django's DNA kind of being stretched. What does that do for future clones? 
Yeah. Does it make them weaker? Like a um, clone kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Them being trained by bounty hunters? Yeah. That was huge. Um, it's also, I, I thought it was interesting to see. Everybody else? That, or just me? Yeah, we can hear you. You're back. Yeah, it's just you. Oh, Discord just shut down. He's got Tony running it for Ottawa, so that's that's awesome. But we're still here and recording. <laughs> um, we're on the tornado zone, apparently. Oh, mm-hmm. are you really? Yeah, we just got a, one of those alerts on our phone. Oh, I'm looking at pictures and uh, sorry to pause the chat. But yeah, there's oh. dark storms coming to Canada and Richmond. Tokyo. Tell your parents to pop down. Yeah, well, my yeah. my stepdad's always on that stuff. He watches the weather like. <laughs> like people, an old watch, people will watch Fox that's what old people do the the <laughs> old people love watching the weather loves watching the weather, weather. Right, yeah loves it gets at the Doppler radar and checks the trap tracks the clouds um, um yeah so I was saying it's interesting also to see that bounty hunters truly are neutral like neutral in the republic Oh yeah, just if you right? like me, I'll do whatever you. You've got the Republic hiring bounty hunters. You've got the Separatist hiring bounty hunters. Of course, it seems the Separatists hire the better bounty hunters, but it is yeah. what it is. It has more money. Yeah. <laughs> um. We also get to meet Domino Squad with uh, a bunch of awesome clones. Heavy mm-hmm. Fives is huge. Echo yeah. cut up and droid bait. Yeah. Well, Echo and Fives are there for a very long time. Yes. So that's nice to see the origin story of those two, because they... Well, and, they, and, the, and the fact yeah. that, like, one of the things that I found so interesting was, and I and I knew this, of course, watching the Clone Wars, is the individuality of all mm-hmm. the clones, right? Like, they're not all just your bread-and-butter clones that were all the same. Because yeah. you might as well be the Separatist army. And, and they mentioned that in one of the episodes, right? Like, oh, if that's the case, you might you're no different than the droids in the Separatist army. So, I mm-hmm. I like that, and I like that we get to see some that joke, some that are more serious, some that are very techy, some that aren't, that are like mm-hmm. big big goons that just do all the fighting. Like, I love that about this show is how mm-hmm. they do such a good job of building all the characters, not just the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, and you get to see, like, some of them believe that they shouldn't be in a war, you know? Some of them uh, want to fight with their brothers, you know? They make fun of the reject, number 99, you know? Yeah. Um, I thought that was really interesting, because it could have just as easily been any one of them, and that they still put down the bad batcher, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. We also get to see the selfless nature of the Jedi, which I think for the most part we all know. But at the same time, with all of the deception that the Jedi are maybe unwillingly or unknowingly doing, um, we we also get to see that other side of it, the good stuff for the Jedi that make them strong, right? Um, Master D, or Die, I guess, who is fighting on Ryloth to save the Twilights. Mm-hmm. And him and his clones straight up sacrificing themselves and knowing, like, the one clone, when Dai says, like, go get the troops ready, he just, he's just like, ah, yep, I'll go do that. Like, he knows, he's, he's like, I'm dead. Let's yeah. do it. This is my job. This is what I was made for. Yeah. So, it's, like, I love 
those little things that we get to see that you wouldn't normally look for if you weren't watching a show to take notes on. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you? Yeah, that was a good episode. The the self sacrificing one. And we like there's so much of it too, right? Like we get to we we're introduced to characters really early in the Clone Wars that we're gonna see throughout that of this show and also Rebels and potentially Mandalorian and into the future, right? So the I thought Clone Wars and like Dave Filoni in general does such a good job of just what that one big circle putting mm-hmm. everything kind of together, which okay. is that's Star Wars, right? And a set and like. You look at it too because we start the movies four, five, six. We go to one, two, three. Like that's exactly how it is. It's one big kind of fresh circle, keeping that's everything what, new. That's what even Lucas says, right? It's circular and it rhymes. It's like in Star Wars. Yeah. Um. Lots of Yoda. That is essentially a George Lucasism. Yeah. <laughs> he loves things that connect in a circle or. Uh, the path continues. Or... Well, it's a very popular storytelling method. Well, and yeah, and it's funny. That's, that's, that's not new or, or not dangerous or, or risque or anything. It's just a very safe, I guess. Trilogy. Well, and it's interesting that Disney didn't do that with their sequel trilogy. Yeah. Like, they tried They tried bringing it all back together, but they force-fed it. Yeah. <laughs> no and, pun intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we get to see Yoda, who's super loyal, super committed to his clone troopers, doesn't want to leave anybody behind. He's adamant about not leaving anybody behind. Um, we also get to see Yoda. I guess you can consider this the first time we get to see Yoda really show his ability with the Force. Clone Wars? Yes. I mean, him fighting Dooku in Episode 2... Yeah, but it's yeah. very short, and not a whole lot goes on. Kind of at a standstill. Flips with Dooku. Yeah. Here, he's flipping all over the place. He's killing droids left out and center. He's stopping uh, just, like, mountains from falling on people. Oh. Like, flailing like, versus Asajj. Yeah, I was just, like... Turns off, turns off with lightsabers when they're yeah. in the which is Even something like, that I, we were talking about was it last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. It's like, if you're really strong in the force, why don't you just turn off somebody's damn lightsaber when they go to block your swing? Apparently it has yeah. happened. Yoda can do it. <laughs> <laughs> which is, yeah, which is so funny because then he even makes fun of her while he's doing it. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, as strong you are in the forest, but not that strong. Just takes yeah, a lightsaber. What career you have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we get into the first season coming out of 303. And we get to see Master Plo Koon, who has a big part in the history of Ahsoka Tano, mm-hmm. as he's the one that brings her to the Jedi Temple when she's just a youngling. And they're ambushed by this new Separatist weapon, which is just insane. Why oh, is it that the enemies, the bad guys, always have the best weapons and can't do anything with them? They have to go against Anakin Skywalker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who is the only Like, Anakin's the only thing that <laughs> saves anything for anybody at any point in time. <laughs> yeah. Like, the world's about to, or the universe is about to be just crushed by Palpatine. Oh, there's Anakin, tosses him down a shaft. <laughs> but first, I gotta save my droid while I do all this, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we, we get a lot of opportunity to see 
Anakin's compassion, which is we take for granted, I think, a lot, Star Wars fans, right? Because there's the people who hated the prequels because storytelling was not, no, not even storytelling, just writing for the movie was not what it should have been. Should it could have been better? And so you don't get a whole lot of seeing Anakin care outside of him care for Padme, right? Um, we also get to see Ahsoka, who I think, especially in the episode where Padme and C-3PO show up, which, by the way, why is C-3PO with Padme? Seems weird. He's, he's her servant, isn't he? I, isn't he I always guess. her protocol droid? Oh, yeah, but... Yeah, but when did that happen? Uh, I think Anakin gave C-3PO to her after the Phantom Menace. Oh, maybe yeah, they didn't get a Not the Phantom Menace. Um, what's well, the name? It could have been Phantom Menace, not Phantom Menace. C-3PO greets Anakin at the uh, beginning of Attack of the Clones. No, C-3PO greets Anakin when he goes to see Padme with Obi-Wan no. in Attack of the Clones. Right, Attack of the Clones. And he asked her to keep an eye on her because... That's right. Was, uh, for assassination attempts. That's right. So, like, what I, I guess I thought C-3PO was already hers at that point. No, he would have been, when he goes to save his mom, when he goes to save his mom, that's when he sees 3PO, and 3PO comes with him. Because we made fun of that. Why is C-3PO just jumping on board with him all of a sudden? <laughs> and then Padme must be the one who puts, who makes them all gussied up and not naked. Naked? Oh! Gold arm. She gets yeah. the, uh, yeah. So I think Ahsoka sees Anakin and Padme being a thing well before anybody else notices. Probably. Because even like when, when Padme shows up, she's in the Naboo Star Cruiser, and they're in the tractor beam, and Anakin's talking to Padme, and you could see Anakin fighting with doing his duty, but need to save Padme. And Ahsoka even looks up at him and goes, is like, Wait, what did you just do? Because he yeah, powers they, down. Because they use each other's like names for each other, right? Yeah, which is it's weird. Not like Senator Organ or Senator Amidala, right? Uh, they don't do. They don't do a great job of trying to hide their love. Yeah, yeah as soon as the panic kicks in, like all of that pretense of keeping it yeah. secret. Like, what? Um, what are you doing here, Padme? Jedi are super thinned out because of the Clone Wars. Because they're not generals. I thought what I liked a lot was when Jedi Master Die dies. That is the point of the Jedi. Yeah. Peacekeepers. Kind of, yeah. Like, they're fighting. He's a general in this in this Republic Grand Army. But his duty is to make sure that the people of Ryloth live. And he even mentions that as he's getting shot down by 15 droids. <laughs> That oh, they live to fight another day, and then they take off, and then he dies, and that's like that's what we get to see. So many other times, we get to see these Jedi generals fighting, and you can see. I don't know, maybe because I've watched so much of it, you can see them having that lull to the dark side because there is so much fighting, and their their focus isn't where it should be. So. Yeah, and I think one of the big reasons, too, why Master Die did do that was because in that episode, I think they mentioned that, like, well, yeah, Ron Rock just got 
caught in the crosshairs of them warring, right? Like they were they were not part of either side, but I guess the the resistance had to land. And well, and I think Ryloth, and so the the droids attacked them there. And, yeah, and then they got caught in the middle. So then he felt really guilty because you know they did nothing to ask for that, and they're, they're going to get crushed just yeah. ever being there. We get into the uh, more of the malevolence out of that. Uh, Anakin, of course, destroys the gigantic ship that can destroy everything. Uh, he saves the day with all sorts of risks involved. And even at this stage of the Clone Wars, the clones don't really question him. They just kind of like, yep, that's Master Skywalker for you. Yeah. And, and I think, like, He's, I know they, they say it in later episodes, but it's because he leads by example, right? Yes. You even no, they say, it in, they say it right away. I think Plo Koon says it. Yeah, and, and then, you know, even Anakin says when, um, you know, Fives and Echo get sworn into the 501st, I'd like, be proud of I'll you. Be to proud fight. to fight beside you. Like yeah. literally, will he actually will be fighting in front of them? Because, yeah. You know, you know what I mean. Like not yeah. a lot of Jedi's do that apparently. And I think the clones even tell that to somebody, another Jedi later on in the series, where it's like, with respect, sir, because he asks me to do something that he would do himself. Yeah. It's something like that. Yeah. No, and you're right. Which, which really goes to show a lot of his his character and how he's so. Uh, endearing to his clones and why his clones are willing to do anything for him because he does anything for them as well. Yet, the Jedi Order just throws him to the side. Yeah. Every now and every chance they get. Um, Continuing on, we get a little bit more uh, Ahsoka Tano and Anakin with the downfall of a droid, which is episode 106. Oh, I forgot. The clones. The rookies. We have to see more of the Domino Squad. As Fives Echo uh, cut up, cut up takes it in this one. He gets eaten yeah. by a big giant slug, snake thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it was. Then, an eel? Was it an eel? Eel. They called it an eel, I think. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then when Cody and Rex drop, Cody or Rex just shoots him once and it dies. <laughs> yeah. Just no, just nobody's business. Just does it. Um, I like this episode a lot because a more character development for the clones. We get to see them come into their own a little bit more. You see sacrifice from the clones. You see dedication from them. Um, you also get to see some funny moments when Cody has the, I guess he's walking up and he's trying to walk weird like a droid would walk. And then the clones or the uh, droids ask him about taking his hat off or his helmet off. He takes it off and he just lifts up the droid helmet. And then Cody's standing there's like, oh, this is never going to work. Door opens. Roger, Roger. <laughs> like that is Star Wars funny and comedy, and that's what we like. So mm-hmm. good job on that episode. Mm-hmm. And we get to see a, a full well, we have already, but a full, I guess, complete General Grievous. He doesn't have his chest issues yet. Yeah. Which I'm kind of confused about. Why would he have any chest issues? Does he have lungs? I don't know. What do we want rips open his casing? It's just a heart there, isn't it? That's what I thought. But why? If that's the case, why is he struggling to breathe? I, I never quite understood why they made a coffin droid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look. It's a good point, though. Why, why create a droid like that when the reality is it's a droid? You can make it better. <laughs> 
Well, the reason well, why they, they actually go, they have an episode as to why Grievous was chosen in the Clone Wars, and we'll, we'll, we can get to that much later. Yeah, yeah, we know the backstory of Grievous as to why he was chosen. He's a brilliant military mind, if you will, and like a peerless warrior, apparently, and fighter. But but I, then he like accepted cybernetic augmentations and stuff to become even more so. After he mm-hmm. was uh, completely. I guess turned against by Dooku. Like they they set him up and it destroyed his body and then they saved him. Mm. Which is and then they made him their supreme commander. Also, uh Asajj Venture, she's the supreme leader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they mentioned it a couple times I've noticed yeah. in Star Wars now. Like which I just, funny. Mm. Um I'm trying to I'm just looking to see his situation with his body. Yeah, he, he's got lungs. It's just, some, yeah. some vital organs. I guess he needs. I guess he would need to breathe in order to be. To keep ah, his heart going. going. Yeah. Brain going. You need the oxygen in your blood. I guess. That's true. This is Star Wars. I mean, they can come up with something better than that, no? But uh, no, yeah, so you get to see him complete, and uh, I guess we'll get as we get closer to the. Um, Rise of Skywalker with the animated sh- show, like the other animated show, the twenty was it twenty fifteen? No, Rebels. No, no, the early Resistance? Clone Wars TV show. Oh, the early no, Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, that's where we see Grievous. Like that's where uh, Mace crushes his his chest. Yes, with the Force. So we, we can get into that a little bit later on. Um, moving along with our stuff on here um you get to downfall of a droid which of course is r2 being kidnapped um because anakin doesn't like to do anything by protocol he does not listen never wipes r2e's drive rules are for fools don't you get it what and again he plays by his own rules That's yes, he does. sexy bad boy <laughs> yeah and uh i mean it works how many times is C three or sorry, how many times has R two saved the galaxy? All time, <laughs> probably more than anybody else. Yeah. Uh, you you also, I guess this is the first kind of. I guess, no, this is more with Dooku than it is with Cad Bane, right? What's that? Them kidnapping the droid because it's it's some sort of I don't know. Would you call him a junker that does it? takes R2 and finds yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or a salvager or something. Like something, he's, he's because he's... Through the wreckage of the malevolent yeah. or whatever yeah. left behind. And so I, I couldn't tell if he was, like, on Grievous's payroll and he was doing that on Grievous's orders or if he was just... In well, he gets killed, with, right? Yeah, or if he was just in good with, you know, the, the separatists and because they paid him. And I mean money. It talks. That's what it's all about. Uh, Duel of the Droids. We get to see the Goldie as uh, Ahsoka. Part three. Yeah. She she calls him Goldie. And she's so loyal to him, but he keeps keeps and everything up, causing yep. trouble like blatantly, and nobody really does anything about it until R2's around. And R2 basically says, this guy's an imposter. What are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Anakin sees no talking to Grievous or something, doesn't he? Yeah, Anakin doesn't like him, but yeah. he doesn't do anything about it. Yeah, I was actually really surprised at one point where like he starts sabotaging his ship in the middle of space. <laughs> he did like wave his hand and force him out of that little droid recess bay there and just be like, "You're done. <laughs> See you later." Yeah, they're droids. I this myself. Like you're, yeah. you're completely gonna get me killed here. Yeah. So they they end up getting R two back. They destroy the listening post. Jedi win again. I haven't seen too many Separatist wins as of yet. Even when Yoda is kind of coming in and you've got Asajj Ventures trying to get the the king of um, Tidaria to join the Separatist army and she's doing everything she can to interrupt with Yoda. Like Yoda just walks through it. No big deal. Sits down in front of the droid army just chills. The droids are sitting there looking at him like, what do we do? Asajj freaks out and tells him to fire and kill him. And then he goes and butchers them. <laughs> it's just so funny. Uh, bomb bad Jedi. We get to see maybe, I don't know if we're going to get it, but a glimpse of potential with Jar Jar Binks as a Jedi. Oh, one thing I wanted to say on this too. Jar Jar is done right <laughs> in Clone Wars. Yes. The you hate him. Slow problems with his character. What's that? They, they did do a much better job with his character than they did. Well, he's 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 B list. He's there for some laughs. Yeah. But also to serve a purpose in the story without being the main part of the story and the crux of the story. Like, like with the whole Toydarian thing. He's just goofy, like doing all. Oh, this is my Gungan ritual. Like what? And he's tossing plates and. And things around, and it's just funny. <laughs> I think Jar Jar is the luckiest person in the galaxy. <laughs> I think he is. has like the best luck out of every single member of the Star Wars universe. Be. Yeah, he's, the he's not even close. Number two, the, like, the best and the worst at the same time. Somehow, yeah, yeah, it gets him into a terrible predicament, and then he just like like Kramer falls ass backwards into something yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, it changes the tide of whatever he was, whatever predicament he's in. What's funny about this episode is the fact that the Separatist army legit thinks that he's a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like with all this, all this communications and technology, all this stuff. You don't think there would have been something out there? Jar Jar Binks, biggest klutz in the galaxy. Yeah. Like, nobody knows about him. He's, a, he's he always running with the best homies, though, right? Like, he's got, you know... Yeah. Like he's, he's always with the Jedi. He's always with the Jedi. He's always with Padme. You know, there's a good episode, I think, later on, where he's with Mace. There's a good... Yes. I love that episode. Mace no, is just like, good. how the hell did I get stuck with Jar Jar <laughs> You know, and then eventually he's kind of like, all right, Jar Jar, you're not so bad after all. You know what's you know? funny about that episode, though, too? Like, even from the beginning of it, and we'll get to that closer, too, but, like, Mace doesn't treat him like he treats Anakin. No, he treats him better. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Anakin's one of his own. Treats him like dirt. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's your biggest takeaways from these first couple of episodes? Um, I think it just further goes into showing, like, uh, you know, the, I guess the, um, well, like you said, there's, like, the selflessness of the Jedi with that with the Jedi Master Die protecting the, was it Ryloth? Ryloth. Um, you know, we get to see, 
Yoda um, being his like quirky, tricky self, kind of. You know, also, and, the cryptic messages, and they even kind of poke fun at that when the clones are like, "Do you know what he's saying?" Yeah. I'm a Jedi Master. I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 I like that. And um, you know, they, they they're starting to like, uh, I guess maybe show some of the development between Anakin and Ahsoka and the relationship that's growing between them, and uh, as well as like how bonded Anakin is to his uh, his droid R two D two. Yeah, which. You know, it does. Sh- it also really does help show um, the level of attachment, I guess, that Anakin uh, is for everything. Gift, yeah. yeah, just about everything. Well, you yeah. see it. You see, the attachment. you see the attachment with R two. You see the attachment with Padme already. Um, we're getting close to seeing it with Ahsoka, yeah, and with Obi Wan even. Mm-hmm. Though that, I guess, slowly chips away with. With Obi Wan as they go, mm-hmm. right? Because of his, I guess, level of jealousy. Would you say or Obi Wan's? Yeah, no, not Obi Wan, but like Anakin towards Obi Wan, because Anakin is he feels farther advanced than what Obi Wan is, but Obi Wan gets all the praise. Yeah, well, I guess, Anakin, I guess Anakin is still his subordinate in the hierarchy, I suppose. Sure. Right? Because uh, Anakin's not a master yet, whereas Obi, yeah. Um, so I guess like he's always paired with Obi Wan. So like in work, if you do all the work on a presentation and your boss presents it to the board, the boss gets all the praise, right? I think it's kind of the same thing. That's true. Yeah. Oh man, Star Wars taking taking things from our lives. I love it. Um, heels. What's your what's been your favorite part of watching these all over again? Honestly, in general, with the Clone Wars, when I appreciate those shows, that it does, it, it's doing the yeoman's effort of trying to rectify all the problematic issues with, with the Phantom Menace and the, and the prequels. Um, you know, trying to connect the dots in a way that says, okay, everything that you saw in the Phantom Menace wasn't complete garbage if you take into account all this that we're showing you. And this concept of Anakin becoming, you know, Becoming a Padawan. Now, the disappointment is his, his Padawan is never addressed in the films in any capacity. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate. They don't and, need to. Um, the way, the way they, they end the Ahsoka story in the Clone Wars, I think, is a very good explanation as to why she's not mentioned. Yeah. Uh, ah, I, see, I see what Heels is saying there, though. I like, do. With, all I things do. considered, they did that after the movies. It Again, been... it's the same problem I have with the new trilogy, where they they make no mention of Anakin Skywalker by name. Yep. I'm like, come on, like he's not the friggin' bad guy in Harry Potter. Where you can't say his name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who couldn't even take over a school? <laughs> what a weak, weak ass villain. <laughs> Get out of here with it, Voldemort. I'll hey. say his name, Voldemort. Oh, whoa, hey, hey, it's, it's already dark in a tornado warning. Let's not tempt the god. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I see where you're coming from, and I know that you got such a hate for filling in the blanks, especially when it comes to movies. So I can appreciate your your response to that for sure. Um, that's all I've got. Do you guys have anything else? Uh, for these episodes? Yeah. Um, not really. I, I thought it was one- interesting to see a silk holder own against the assassin droid. 
right? We, we all know how deadly those things are. That's that's a pretty significant thing for think for her to do at such an early stage yep. in her Padawancy yeah. or whatever it's called. I don't know. In her you know, apprenticeship. Apprenticeship. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought that was cool. You do get to see like Ahsoka is very gifted with the Force. Like I would say she's probably a uh, stronger than average, and it, it shows very early, like with her ability to like pull that wall down over Anakin in the movie, you know, and he just falls between that little square. That's right at the beginning of her, yeah, of her being around. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it only goes up too. Like as we go on here, we're gonna see more episodes where we get a lot more of Ahsoka doing cool things and and being a source of protection for others, which is what it's. Oh, yeah. She's just such a sick badass. In the, yeah. In the coming seasons, oh, she really does. Yeah. I can't. You heels. I can't wait for you to see season seven. Cool. I'm fascinated, and it, I will. I personally am excited to see what they do with myself as a character in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Think, yeah, there is a great opportunity for Star Wars mythos to create a fantastic character in the live mm-hmm. action series with her because there are so many people that are invested in her as a cartoon to see her on the big screen well i can't wait to see rosario dawson player like i love rosario dawson i'm so happy that she's playing ahsoka i've had a crush on rosario dawson for like 25 years so i couldn't be happier with their choice that's a and yeah she, i think she'll nail it i think she will too perfect age for it too it'll be good i can't mm-hmm. wait for it um unless you guys have anything else i think that's about it these episodes will be a little bit shorter obviously because not as much meat as what a movie would hold mm-hmm. but uh, at the same time we're having fun some, with it some of the arcs will be pretty good oh yeah big time yeah, I think really deep, <laughs> when we start getting deeper into it and, and aligns more with the films too yeah, yeah. The, the second and third films of the, uh, the prequel trilogy will have more to say oh big time and you're mm-hmm. right and you're right it will especially with when it concerns uh like even towards the end of this season, we get to see more of Padme and Anakin, which we have seen a fraction of mm-hmm. within the first ten episodes of this show, which is interesting because they're newly wed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah Anakin's yeah. Anakin's at his most probably his vulnerable happiest. and his happiest. Well, happiest but also like vulnerable right because he has mm-hmm. to do everything he can not to give it away yeah. so that sucks for him yeah uh you can find me on instagram and on twitter dso67 heels where can we find you at uh, hockey yogi how about you keo uh you can find me on twitter if you're lucky um at, <laughs> at keho k-e-y-h-o-h and uh, let us know. I, I, I will say a big shout out to the Facebook group that uh, I'm in. It is a, a Clone Wars face group, uh, Facebook group. And apparently, I got a whole bunch of people listening and in on it. So uh, if Ooh. you guys hear any of this stuff and, and you're interested in this, and as we go through the Clone Wars, don't be afraid to drop us some, some stuff to talk about, especially if we miss something, because yeah. that is going to happen. Yeah, please feel free. If we have an audience out there that wants us to talk about something, give us something to talk about. I will say this. Apparently, we have a listener in France. Really? Which is kind of dope. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at our... VTN, maybe? <laughs> yeah. I'll take a look at our, 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 our group of people that are listening. So we've got 54% of the people that listen to us are in the States. Of you. 
for tuning in every week to hear us blurb. Because I'm French. Fifty-four <laughs> um, percent are from the U.S. that are listening to the pod. Forty-two from Canada. One percent from Spain and from France. Hola. Yeah. One percent. So that one percent yeah. might have been me though when I was in Madrid and I logged into the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's actually kind of funny. If that was the case, I would love it. Um, so thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. We're gonna we're gonna take the next ten episodes in the chronological order, which is going to actually just be the next ten episodes. So we don't have to worry about jumping to three into uh, two to one or whatever. It's gonna be pretty close. So is it one oh nine to like one nineteen then? Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe we should go one oh nine to one eighteen. Yeah, because that looks like it's uh, one nineteen. Like the end of season one is the is a uh, big Ryloth arc. Yeah, and we'll have to we'll have to pay attention here because there's actually one sixteen is missing. That's right. Yeah, right that's in the right. order. So yeah. we'll actually watch eight episodes if we do. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Okay, nine episodes. All right. So there you go. All right, we'll see you next week right here on Pod Racers, a Star Wars podcast. Peace out, heels. Au revoir. Stay safe and watch Star Wars. There you go. Peace out.